0: In the sticks Middle nowhere Pennsylvania And my mom was cooking up banana bread Uncles, aunts, grandparents My new brother and my sister In our bedrooms Trying hard to get sleep tonight What's inside it? Can I keep it? Oh, it's just what I've been asking for. All around me have you seen all this
1: stuff
0: It's the best SNES figure out Legend of Zelda With my father's help we might find some success When I hear that jingle jangle jingle Oh my mind it goes, it takes me away Give a little jingle, jangle, jingle And you'll have a happy holiday Now I'm grown on my own And we hitch rides to the airport And I want to see my folks for the holidays Security and reeds Send us off now bound for Pittsburgh and the wind chill. Take it down about a hundred degrees. What's inside it? Can I keep it? Oh, it's just what I've been looking for. With my family more extended, who can take all this love? Car driving snow What beats New Year's in Toronto Strap on ice skates And we'll see if you believe in me When I hear that jingle, jangle, jingle Well, my mind, it goes, it takes me away Give a little jingle, jangle, jingle And you'll have a happy holiday You'll have a happy holiday. You'll have a happy holiday.
2: I'm in the middle of my my 12 days of. I should call it my the twelve days of tolerance, <laughs> and you're like <laughs> Pepper. You're you're working on tolerance. It's like, well, yes, but not of other religions, ethnicities, or nationalities. My tolerance of uh, the chemical compound THC. <laughs> I will be. I've been ingesting zero of it because for a while here with like we're all covided, So I'm sitting at home just kind of like smoking, playing video games, and working, and that's how I'm kind of getting yeah. through life right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. So instead, I'm like, all right, so I'm not going to do... I I didn't say zero alcohol, but I was like, okay, more we have to kind of agree so I don't just go become a drunk instead (laughs) of the weed, because that'd be... That would be a step worse.
3: My tolerance for people usually goes up both with the weed.
2: <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like, if, if you give me a... Well, that's the thing. It's like a K-shaped tolerance. Yeah. Much like our recovery. <laughs> I have an increased tolerance for, like mod, like, just regular, average people and cool people. And then I have a decreased tolerance for bullshitters <laughs> while I'm stoned.
3: <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Absolutely.
2: Yeah. If somebody's trying to like swindle me, and I know, I, I feel like I can notice more, but I feel like that's like a reverse mind game. But anyway, and I ended up drinking a
4: four loco for the first time and several years. Have you not years. talked to Pandez or Ed Hyena about why you shouldn't do that? Four locos? Oh, I go off of Twitch Wolf's advice,
2: which oh, is man. only drink four loco all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. That guy is. That that guy is like, a song was, about it. About four loco? Des does? I've probably heard
3: it. Frick.
2: But anyway, yeah. what I what I ended up having was it was four loco. They make four Loko, they they just do all kinds of crazy new flavors now because they there's no caffeine in it, but they have to keep their brand going. So they had <laughs> four loco gold, which tastes like I have no idea. And then I had four loco blue. And it did taste blue. <laughs> but ooh, I felt very strange afterwards. Like what kind of horrible sugar boozes do you guys either love or hate the most?
3: Oh I, man, wine does wine count? That's sugar booze. <laughs> just, <laughs>
4: if it's like manischewitz, it certainly does. <laughs> the wine, old school
3: for loco.
4: <laughs> for loco is a level past wine, I would say. Like they're on the same scale, but wine has less bullshit than for loco. It's true.
2: If we're talking about just actual. Serious adult wine That you spent at least Like five dollars on Sure But if we're talking about Like mad dog 2020 You know Huge air quotes Wine
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think They call
3: see. I don't think there's Mad dog wine I don't think it's Oh no oh, it, it is it. Really It is called wine it, That's, that's what they, they call it the, On the bottle
2: It's like this is wine <laughs> You should get
3: <laughs> the Wine for dudes That don't take any shit Yeah it's mad like dog. Fortified wine
2: product And then orange Kool-Aid flavor they put it. You ever had the grape Mad Dog?
3: (sighs) No, is it from the Picard vineyards?
2: (laughs) Oh, no. That's what he's growing. What if we find out that Picard's been supplying Boone's Farm this whole time? (laughs) From the Boone's Farm region of France.
3: (laughs) I saved the universe many times. Now I'm making wine. He still has to sell it, even though they're in gay space communism.
2: Yeah, it's the same way that, well, it'd be the same way that, like, Cisco's dad's restaurant works. You just kind of show up and eat there, and I don't, yeah. and they don't really think about it too hard, I guess.
3: Yeah. What was it? Uh, uh, the son? Oh, I'm a writer. You're a writer. Go write.
2: He That'll writes do that. now. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine, what if Cisco's dad's restaurant just sucked? It was just <laughs> empty all the time, and he's out there, like, do it, but he's the same character where he's very particular about all his food, but everyone's like... Cisco, your food is awful. Why do you 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 need to change your
3: ways? It's Never like the, the Godfather's pizza, the Federation. <laughs> oh, Herman Cain, Drager. What's your
2: sugar
4: booze of either hate or love? So I'm a snob, and for the most part, I just straight up do not have sugar boozes if I am drinking. So like yeah. that's my thing. I'll have one that's basically a sugary treat. But if I do, that means I ain't getting drunk because bad times happen when I have a lot of sugar and alcohol. Most, so you'd be talking about like a fine port. I mean, I'm
3: everything he has. It smells like campfire. It's not even that. <laughs> I'll drink.
4: Scuchy, I'll drink vodka on the rocks. If it's a good neutral vodka, I'll drink gin on the rocks. But yeah, nice if, if you put vodka in Kool-Aid, I can have one. And anything past that, I'm probably mm. going to throw up.
3: That's why I have the fake sugar booze, like Coke Zero and whatever.
4: <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Oh, so this is messed up. If you're listening to this podcast and you're under 21, what the hell are your tastes?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, but,
2: you know, uh, the thing that makes you the most hungover is the sugar itself. So if you just replace all your mixed drinks with diet,
4: you yeah. will get less hungover, but you have to be able to tolerate the taste of diet, which mm. I cannot. It's all right. Look, y'all are much bigger people than I am. (laughs) I have limited liquid volume space while processing alcohol. So if I want to get drunk, it is most economical for me to just do the spirit on ice and then I can consume more. Whereas if I have a light beer to get drunk, I would have to drink so much I'd throw up from being too full. (laughs) And I know this because I've done it a couple of times now.
2: Look, the, the decision to get drunk on like a Bud Lighter equivalent is much like the decision to go to Golden Corral. You know you're going to be shoveling very low quality whatever into your face, but at least it wasn't expensive. Welcome to last minute politics. (laughs) I am I am Pepper. I am joined by Dragger and Xander. Hi. And we are
0: here to talk about some nonsense.
2: If you guys wanna if you like this podcast and want to support us, go to PayPal. There's links under this that'll tell you how to give us money. Paypal.me backslash last minute politics podcast. That's the one, right?
3: I believe so. All that
2: stuff. All spelled out completely. We we will eventually have a Patreon. We just gotta make sure people actually want to frickin' hear the thing beforehand. But subscribe to our Twitter. We are at, at last minute P-O-L. And hey, the more money we get, the more big, the more
3: things we can do. I think and if, and if you do enjoy it, cool. let us know. It does Yeah.
4: Help. We want to hear about the, it, for better or worse. The, Have at. Part of the, the best thing about podcasts is there is no comment section. So you <laughs> got to go find us yeah. on Twitter or YouTube or something. Uh, I think it's time a website with all of our links happens. That makes sense. Hey, I agree. That's that's a, that's
2: like of all the... Di- okay. So there's like different classes of mages, and Dragor <laughs> is the the HTML mage. I am not the HTML mage. <laughs> See? I said it wrong, didn't I?
3: <laughs> that's really old school, Pepper. I mean, I this was an how- HTML uh, mage when I was a bored college student, so... <laughs> hey,
4: Xander. when I was bored. Xander, in your what? industry, the type of... Uh, Miss Pepper just had. What's one about the animation <laughs> industry that people do all the time?
3: Oh, you're an animator. Can you model me a house? No. <laughs> what? Like, th- no. I make things move. Ooh. That's like the opposite.
2: They want a 3D. Mo- they want you like make them a house in Blender or something.
3: Well, a lot of people don't understand. Like when you say <laughs> animation, they just assume you mean like 3D things. And I, like, like I don't know. Like I do model as well but my primary is the animation but then they'll just go totally into the other thing <laughs> but what are you you do you want a modeler he's like excuse me i cannot i'm do trying this. to
2: think i'm trying to think what mine would be and mine is like way more specific and understandable because i'll be like oh you're a, you're a musician like you're a singer songwriter i got one make for me you like can you make me this dubstep track? Yeah. <laughs>
3: like I, I like horns. I, I heard this horns. Can you make me the ska? And they, they just send you like some big band something instead. And it's like, you <laughs> wrong.
2: You're like, I could hire a band and write a song for them. Technically, <laughs> if you would like, like you could hire a modeler and then animate their house and make it like the windows and doors go flying. Like the, yeah, like like the Pee Playhouse. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Monster House. <laughs> the sequel C- to Couch Pee-wee, TV's
3: Playhouse. <laughs> Pee-wee's Playhouse.
2: It's the horror movie Monstera.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the director's <laughs> cut. You find Pee-wee's the head in the basement. Pee- <laughs> Pee-wee's
2: Slaughterhouse. <laughs> Pee-wee's Slaughterhouse 5. That's the new crossover we're all looking for. I, dark, really, gritty, I reboot, have not baby?
4: I have not read a book for fun in uh embarrassingly long amount of time. But uh, I think Kurt Vonnegut is going to be the author I pick up when I resume.
3: Nice. Mm. He's fun. I, is... I read a bit of Kurt Vonnegut.:
4: I know so little. Tell me the help me with the significance. Uh, he has a very, he's got a couple of very unique sci-fi, historical sci-fi breaking the fourth wall things going on. Um, his main Did he breaks? write Dune. No, that's Frank <laughs> I don't Herbert. Remember who wrote Dune? It's, it's Her- in the. Okay. I know it's Frank Herbert because to differentiate from the movie, because movie studios had the rights to calling something just Dune Frank by Herbert's itself. Frank Herbert's Dune. So yeah, the made-for-TV <laughs> miniseries was called Frank Herbert's Dune. That's what you do, man. You have you the gotta Shining, gotta put your
3: name then... on there. That's how you know your fucking shit. What was have the, you seen uh... S-
2: Stephen King's The Shining? Have you seen that? It's hilarious. <laughs> It has these big, like, really, real bad. This isn't. This is not meant to sound like a burn on you, but Xander, for your budget and level of technology, you could have easily made every single monster in that in this multi-million-dollar budget
3: <laughs> oh, <of course>. miniseries <laughs> by yourself. <laughs> like, oh, oh man! I remember when they came out with American McGee's Alice. So it's like, oh, this American McGee, he must be someone special. Like, no, <laughs> just some dude.
4: Okay, the sales pitch for Kurt Vonnegut is like, if you're interested in, uh, throughout your different generations, American authors, uh, he's like the modern Mark Twain, if you will, in a very weird way. Samuel Clemens, I always like to say his actual name.
3: And he was also captured by the Germans, so that's fun.
4: Yeah, and his book Slaughterhouse-Five is based on his World War II experiences, but it's also very oh. strange and weird.
3: It's very it's much internal dialogue Slaughter. stuff, which I very much appreciate.
4: So
2: I brought up Slaughterhouse-Five, and then you named the author, and I'm like, why are you saying this strange name I've never heard? Oh, <laughs> I, I thought realize. you were with me. I'm sorry. No, that's why I said, what's the significance? And you're like, well, he writes books. Oh, I thought, <laughs> oops. I'm 10 steps
3: behind me. <laughs> It happens.
2: That's why it sounds familiar, all right. Yeah. Well, everybody, this is kind of sort of our holiday special, as you can tell by the song that I probably edited into the beginning of this. <laughs> by the way, that song was written pre-COVID. Don't go visit all your relatives, but if you're listening to this, it is way too late. Oh, man. <laughs> and we're going to talk about COVID later. I don't want to cut that off before we get there, because we are going to talk about that shit. Sure. Uh, I want to start out with... Ooh. Poor Xander here got. It seems to be the tradition every week we we end up bumping somebody's spot because I'm not good about keeping track of my timers. So this week I'm doing it, Xander. Yes, we we are giving you your 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 two week deferred time.
3: Oh boy, I feel so good. All right, so my subject was going to be about uh, recently Jordan Peterson came back in the news because he came out with a new self help book. Uh, He's like in the
2: Marvel universe. He got resurrected. He was killed earlier, but they brought him back.
3: I know. All he had to do was write another book. Like, like an his, X-Man. Yeah. His his cult will go get it, or will be really up-ons about getting it, and the publisher didn't want to put it out. People inside the publisher didn't want to put it out. That became mm. a news story, because heaven forbid a publisher not publish something.
2: And is that a so fun if we've th- never heard... If you've never heard of Jordan Peterson, like what what does he do? What's his primary thing? Like, what kind of books is he writing?
3: Well, what he got his books are like self help books. Twelve steps f- to fuck your, for life. Th- yeah, for life. To, twelve to, steps for life. To, to 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 clean up your room and sort yourself out and <laughs> fix. The idea is to fix your own life before you fix the world. Which twelve works bootstraps great. for life. Yeah, twelve bootstraps for life. Because that way you'd never examine the system, which. Is Half the shill, half the idea. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, Jordan Peterson himself, uh, got really famous on Rogan for being really mad about <laughs> this law that was going through in Canada and saying they're going to arrest all these people, then got on <laughs> Canadian TV saying, You gotta change this, and like, it, it's fine, nothing's. It's going to happen. And well, he's like,
0: You see, if you start properly pronouncing trans people, that leads directly to yeah, tyranny. Why were
4: people Canadian going government? to get arrested? What was, you didn't <laughs> specify why he was upset? Arrested for u- what?
3: Using the wrong pronouns. Well,
2: it's not even using the, the, the actual law is like it just added that to like what can be considered harassment in the yeah. same way. If you like followed a lady around and called her a bunch of sexist shit, eventually the cops would be like, oh, uh, get the fuck out of here. You're doing hate crimes now. Mm-hmm. If you just follow around a trans person and go, she, 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 like an asshole yeah. at them. Yeah. yeah. The cops might be like, go away.
3: <laughs> there are many ways to do the harassment and that is one of them. So that's what this was addressing.
2: So and he hey, took, how many people since then have been arrested for it in Canada? I believe
3: zero, which it is, is zero. always the point. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then he gets it's been that years, by the way, to get onto Rogan and say, well, we got to stop these cultural Marxists from making everyone stop trying. And that's how he got into the self help thing. So, like, obviously, he's a psychologist, or like that, that was his lead in, basically. And then he got all these like conservative types to say, oh, yeah. My life is shit. Everything's terrible. I want to fix it. And that is a normal thing to do. But the thing is what is implied and where this usually goes. And Jordan Peterson is not the first one. This has been around forever. My dad gave me seven habits of highly effective people when I was in middle school. Okay? Like, it's not new. And it's not going away because people will not never stop being dissatisfied with their lives at some level, right? Even if we have a utopian society. Um, Which we are currently
2: very far from. Very kind far of saddest, from. The, the saddest part about the people Jordan Peterson goes after, they seem like uh, they're mostly white dudes, but they're kind of where we've all identified, they've identified the same problems that... Me, Dragor, and Xander have like with the society. It's like, how come I've been promised X, Y, and Z and it's just not happening? And then Jordan comes along, he's like, here are your 12 answers in a book you can buy and a Patreon you can fund.
3: It's not even here's your 12 answers. It's like, it's because everyone's not looking internally and fixing what should be there. And make no mistake, a lot of conservatives say, like, my own personal growing up, like, I was used to that mode of thinking where when I wanted to accomplish something, I would do it. And I was successful in doing that for a long time. Guess what I did when I got out of college? I tried to de-gay myself because I'd put that on the wayside. And to my brain, it was the same thing. And I think it's the same to the Jordan Peterson types because there's a lot of people like, you'd be really a lot happier if you, if you settled down with a woman and you had the traditional marriage and you had kids and you did this shit and you, you, did all this stuff, and that's what they're trying to, they can't say that so much anymore because LGBT has very much gotten in the mainstream, and if you know it, if you watch, his. oh, I didn't say that, he'll be very, very wishy-washy. <laughs> the Jordan Peterson defense, you can look it up, it is a thing. <laughs> you just never commit to any position. It's very easy, and you just if, try if to act like you're very through. complicated
2: if you start looking through Jordan Peters and stuff it's, it's very intentionally obfuscated like oh my goodness mm-hmm. read like listen to some of his, his stuff it just goes for so long and in so many circles it starts to feel kind of like a religious text and actually it he sort of treats part of his thing like or he has like oh this is the, the realm this is the realm of good and this is the realm
0: of evil and if you're in the fifth circle then you can't enter the sixth dimension and if you triangulate the fact
2: it's like you feel like you're listening to techno babble, and that's yeah. the whole book and by the end you're hypnotizing like maybe
4: if I was less gay I'd be happier. And, and uh that, well I it, recommend it plays on a person's or at least here in this country especially it plays on that inherent gut reaction of if you're not understanding something is it a problem with you or mm-hmm. is it a problem with something else? And there's a lot of and the, there's a, that, that gut reaction just, just go than me. No, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this guy's just so smart, I don't get it. I better buy more of his books until I <laughs> figure it out. No, or like the lying <laughs> to yourself of, no, I, I must understand. It's gotta be this, and mm-hmm. it's projection. Right, right.
3: Well, the good thing about that, uh, if you go in and you research this, if you fail, then you can always say it was my fault because they tell you to take all responsibility,
4: right? Yeah, The the great, to me, is I've, said to you xander many a time the the great lie the great swindle of not just jordan peterson but self-help as a genre Mm -hmm. is it's taking responsibility it's taking away responsibility from systemic problems and turning them into personal problems
3: it's letting victimizers off the hook very much so yeah we're um, we're kind
2: of discussing this almost as as if it's a given that that Peterson actually is out there like like <laughs> the goal is to improve people's lives. Xander, the reason that we think this is harmful is, do you want to talk about the monetization aspect of it? Yeah, all this?
3: absolutely. Uh, if you look up, there's a really good video. Uh, normally, I don't do this, but hey, the guy made a good video. He did it very professionally. It's <laughs> you really can recommend slick. Videos, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if you look up the toxic world of self help, it, it's a very good video. It kind of just goes through very similar to my journey. And just like I have a problem, I'm gonna read these books. It'll get you in a circle of action faking and writing down all these things, and they want to get you hooked to the personality of wanting to go back to this person and give them more money. And that's what you were talking about—the monetization aspect of—and that's why it's such a cult uh, atmosphere. I really want to like. I really want to sell that because, or or, or not sell that, but like get that <laughs> across is that. You watch these, like, BitConnect fucking, <laughs> like, everyone's like, yeah, we're all gonna be rich. We're gonna do it. Our future selves are gonna be amazing. It's this hope drive that's, like, at a campaign rally of all these things this person's going to do, right? It's Except it's, it's us.
4: It's a lie and a hope drive that is very, very, very approved by capitalism. Mm-hmm. Because all of those hopes and goals are capitalist in nature.
3: Who are you to say someone can't achieve their dreams? It's a shitty thing to say. Like, But yeah. like in
4: particular, a lot of the things that they put forward, like mm-hmm. in a roundabout way, the four-hour work week is, without saying it out loud, built upon, you're building a sustainable business because you're taking advantage of pay-and-rights discrepancies in other countries and selling yeah. shit to people in this country that they don't need.
3: Right, exactly. Like how to sell The, ma- the making products. it is
4: how to exploit the most amount of people for your own personal gain.
3: I, I can't remember what... I believe it was called Procrastinating on Purpose was another book I listened to. It was basically... It was outlining how they learn to... Yeah, I had this guy mow all my lawns, and he's paying me, and I'm making all the money. And this was the way to go. I'm like, oh my god! Like, but 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 the way they explained it was so exploitive and just outright. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Like, it, it's what you're saying. Like, it it works because we have a broken system, and they're selling you these dreams. Like, you don't deserve you don't deserve to work this shit job you've been doing. This like time to. Come out of the system, and it's like that Matt Hardy promo. I've been victimized all the time. For time for me to victimize the system and just use it. And if people use capitalism to, a, even if it's doing bad things, they don't think it's bad because, well, it was done to them.
2: So to be Marxy about this, it, it like and remember <laughs> as my as my preface here, I don't nobody gets together and sits in a big shadowy room like the Council of Doom and makes these decisions. Mm-hmm. But the effects are the same whether they're intentional or not, and they do happen to benefit the people who who uh, use them. Uh, this is just another way that they recoup like revolutionary or like rebellious energy. Because if you get these mostly white dudes who really mm-hmm. like Peterson, they, like I said, they've acknowledged the same problems we have. Hey, I went and got my bachelor's degree. Why am I working? Or why am I completely unable to find any job? Or why can't I find a girlfriend? Why can't I X, Y, Z? Mm-hmm. And the real thing is like, oh, it's because your boss is fucking you over. Like, oh, the whole thing is set up in a way that you were supposed to get student debt as a way to like trick you into having to work for the rest of your life to keep serving capital. But they'll go, no, it's because too many black people are in Marvel movies. <laughs> then, or they end up, or they follow the Peterson thing. Oh, no, I'm not traditionally conservative enough. Like I didn't get my wife- kids picket fence women should sit in the kitchen like <laughs> kind of shit that's what keeps me down is that we aren't doing conservative americana hard enough, <laughs> hard yeah, enough. Well, it, and it, it keeps it, it's actually from... kind of what
3: you're saying is you would be happier if you had done that not what the cultural marxist had told you to do it's and, he gives
2: you, and he gives you a series of fucking video game side quests that you're supposed <laughs> to check off, and then your life will be perfect.
3: Like, Oh, and because you said part.
4: it, I'm sorry, I have to interrupt, but Go ahead. to be clear to anyone listening, if you hear the two-word combo, cultural Marxism in any form, <laughs> do know that is gibberish, and it does not mean anything. It is derived from
2: cultural Bolshevism, which was a Nazi thing that also just meant nothing. It meant, Jews are doing stuff.
1: Blah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that makes a lot of yeah. sense now
4: Yeah. sorry I just I, I really on the off chance someone listening doesn't know what it is no, allow
1: us idea. to define Some it for
4: up. you <laughs> it's, it's,
3: they're worried it's like, that we're trying to tell people we're all the same and everyone's equal therefore no one will try and we'll all die and it's insane it's, it's weird
2: I hate even trying, like, it's impossible to even try to get into what they think it is, because if you ask five different people who are against cultural Marxism, they will say five different things of what it even is. Mm. I've watched so many, like, multi-hour long videos of people going, like, okay, like, let's try to grind down what the hell they actually, what this actually means. And it's just, (laughs) oh, it means nothing. It's gibberish. Everyone has a different thing for it. What it means is uh, we shouldn't do this lefty thing because we just don't like it.
1: And (laughs) it's (laughs) true. It's true. true. All-purpose
4: catch-all. And it's, could, it, how funny is it that all of these things that these people prop up align with the, uh, the religious, conservative, rich, and powerful?
3: Yeah. Gee why golly. Don't they never, why don't they have the responsibility you fucking talk about? Like, like, how about all the things you talk about? Like, reflect on those for those people. But they have the power, so obviously they deserve the power because they got it
2: it comes down to being happy with your station. And if you believe that it starts from like the same thing, the divine right of Kings, because that's where like conservatism and especially conservative Christianity, it's the Calvinism predestination. It's the idea that you're born a certain way and that is how you are supposed to live. And they get mad if they perceive that you are trying to live a way that you weren't born into. You weren't born high enough for that station. Therefore you being in that station must be, Something bad. Uh, cultural Marxism. There we go. That's that sounds scary. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like it's just that must be wrong. And you'll be like, why is it wrong? And they can't. There's not really. When you eventually all nail down to it, it's like, well, that's not where they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. The end. <laughs> According to my belief system, that's not where they were. Are and you're trying to sneak people up to the top, and we're here to stop you because you're trying to re- replace us with. D- Gay lesbians I don't know (laughs) It it breaks down logically really quick But that's what it is I believe that people are born relatively equal Especially in in terms of like value I don't think anyone is born a king And if you think that no one is born a king You're really not a conservative (laughs) You believe that better things are possible And you can go do them Especially when it comes to like Forms of government Or like yes Women can drive cars (laughs) Like that used to be controversial
3: yeah, and then they they like oh well men and women are different so I'll, you were born no, a woman we're not therefore, equal
2: they're you are that, X Y Z
3: yeah that that is actually one of the things he goes back on to. that's why he's hammers at if you see his interviews men and women are different one of the so we're not ones. equal and that's trying to just go against what you said exactly so all right, I, hey, I mean, we we, we, we could dunk on Peterson all day honestly but exactly. like my I he. There will be another, and there are tons more. We've also seen that here in my garage, guy, like online gurus and stuff like that, <laughs> are a thing. That is a way for people to make money, and because of that, they will never go away. <laughs> and people will look for guidance. I have an ex coworker who is my producer that oh my has a god. new name. I'm not gonna na- I'm not gonna say who the fuck he is. But oh my god, this is <laughs> yeah. Real. Don't you dare. I'm not. But like. <laughs> he is selling the hope drug like that is 100% what he's doing and saying so you can control your energy it's all up to you how the effect how the world affects you and sure it's psychobabble true to a fucking extent because like you said everything's true to a certain extent it's psychobabble it's, all I'm gonna say is that self-help is not going away and that it's cool to give advice to people and help with the self-help and we should maybe dip our toes in there for the people who are looking for those answers because it's not going away. As long as we have problems in our society, there are people who are going to jump on that grenade and take them to a different place.
4: <laughs> hey, y'all remember when pepper last fucked up on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my what God. What was that?
2: Like five minutes ago? <laughs> 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 Today it's just been, oh my goodness, it's been like how Nintendo turned out to actually be stalking people who were doing homebrews and sent like goons to
4: their house. But that's not even a topic for today because that's kind of happening right now.
3: Amazing.
4: For whatever reason, to whatever degree, some community to some level of severity and impact to your life has canceled you, and rightfully so for the sake of this argument, what does it take to come back from that? What Mm -hmm. What is the apology? I don't believe... I genuinely don't believe in permanent marks. Uh, I'm very, 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 very heavily in favor of jail, incarceration, and rights restoration reforms with regards to that. So that
2: so means So you don't think we should socially, all just go on,
4: like, the scared straight show? <laughs>
2: <it was> just, <laughs> the whole internet just grabs you and kicks your ass for a while.
4: But, like... Let's just say, as far as an actual representative that you vote for that previously has been Republican and has had some form of awakening goes, oh, fuck, I've been doing evil shit. I want to commit to progressive values. What different levels do you have in place? What specifically are you looking for? You're kind of talking about
2: like, yeah, at what point do we go past it? Because if you go far enough back in anyone's life, unless you're fucking, I can't even say Gandhi because like he has shit too. Yeah. But if you go far enough back in anybody's life, there was a point where they either did or still do. So, like, they aren't the person they are now. Mm-hmm, right. When is it So, forgivable? like, Pepper,
4: you and I both have lamented how uh, go far enough back in our timelines and our behavior is pretty reprehensible, and that's being polite about it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that is things we did that in the distance past in no way erases any potential harm That was caused, but you and I both know we're not that person anymore. So, like... Yeah, what is the threshold for re-welcoming
2: someone? When are they rehabilitated? What do they... Like, what steps can be taken... I think it's different for every kind of for every. This is weird. Every kind of person. I think it depends on your level of power. Because mm-hmm. if you want to talk about a politician, everybody brought it up when she was running. Elizabeth Warren was a Republican at one time, and uh, the libs have no problem claiming Liz Warren right now because she is like very clearly not. F- like pursuing those policies And she's had years and years of like Nah, actually I want to just make college free And stuff, and I agree with those things So mm-hmm. I, I I won't be like I refuse to support anything that Liz Warren supports Purely because at one point in her career She had an R in front of her name on a ballot
1: Yeah
3: When it comes to politics specifically I truly believe every election Is a lesser of two evils That is a longer conversation I'm sure we could have but based on that, it, it 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 is based on that 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 no one's beyond, well, partially based on that, that that's no one beyond uh 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 uh, uh, uh um being forgiven. So beyond like, if saving. they did have prior things, or they have, I think this person would do less harm. Still, does that make sense? Sure. Okay.
2: Like, Dragor, at what point? How how long for somebody who's in power? Like
4: tell me your thoughts on that situation uh if you are in power of like in terms of significant influence over many regular lives uh the road back from that for me is incredibly severe Mm. Joey Biden, great example. He's about to be the president. Remember
2: how he <laughs> was pro seg- Remember how he was pro segregation? At what point do we forgive him for that? Cuz today turns out the Biden administration is not letting any kids out of any cages.
3: And that's yep. why Trump was elected president because he's a new guy.
2: So, so that's very
3: appealing when people have a past you can reflect on. That's why we don't elect veteran politicians anymore. <laughs> Seriously, if it, any oh. fucking yeah.
4: Yeah, your history tanks you, but in terms of like apology and what have you Let's go with Nancy Pelosi. That's that's a person that continues to draw my ire regularly. <laughs> uh, what would it take for me to be okay with Nancy Pelosi? Forfeit nearly all mortal possessions, go put on a fucking garbage bag and go work in the ER of hospitals for COVID cases. Go do that for the next six months, and then we'll talk. Uh, yeah. For some local politician who's only been around for a few years, and then you have a provable vote measure of the most recent two that oh they don't vote conservative policies they actually vote progressive things you know if your if your power sphere is smaller what it takes to convince me takes less
3: can I can I make a small asterisk to my last statement which was. It's in the first past the post system. And like what you're saying, Dragger, like I still might vote for someone I've canceled in my mind. Like I still think they're a piece of shit, <laughs> but I will still vote for a piece of shit over the, I'm not, I'm not piece conflating of shit.
4: what I'm voting for with what I think should be canceled and deplatformed yes. and how to come back from that.
3: Yes. Those, yeah. those
4: are two different ideas that, that I work That's all with. I
3: wanted to. Yeah, exactly. That's all Fuck I wanted Joe to Biden get Joe Biden
4: with a rake. Of course I voted for him.
1: <laughs>
4: I can okay. hold both of those thoughts in my head at the same time. That decision's more like you're choosing
2: your enemy and like I we'd rather fight against the guy who kind of sucks than the guy who's like the worst guy ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but my political the my how I feel about politicians is a lot about how I feel about just everyday people in terms of I'm much more concerned about, like, what you've been doing, what you've been doing recently. If tomorrow Nancy Pelosi was like, guess what? We're doing a Medicare for all vote. We're going to railroad through all these policies that, like, I personally agree with. We're going to get free education, free health care, free travel. We're going to get all the homeless people off the streets." So I'd be like, absolutely, yeah. Pelosi, on this shit, I am 100% with you. But she hasn't done that and until she does. Eh. Same thing with people. I no longer do the things I did when I was 17. If you look at my actions and yeah. words and what, uh, I just don't do that. So I'm not. It's not that I'm not responsible for them, but that's not really. If you try to judge me, you can judge 2003 Pep, but that is not the same Pep as 2020.
3: Yeah, you, you got. You can't. You're basing it on their history, and if it's like, oh, I'm gonna put through Medicare for all now. I like, like, um, hell yeah, are you? <laughs> if you do that, I'm happy. So Ooh. here's the
4: furry example. Oh boy, IFC Indie FurCon.
3: Nah. <laughs> I will bite my tongue as you talk. It's not that you have to
4: bite your tongue because, Xander, you are basically what I would call a specific victim in that bullshit, and in a roundabout way, myself as well, as an admin on the back end, but uh I don't want to talk about that. It's have the things they have done, do you think it's worth... There are, there are two camps where people oh, are no. not okay with where IFC is at, and then there's a lot of people who are. Do we hate IFC forever? Do we give them yeah. chances? What does it take to give them a chance? And, or like, all right, if you do, I'm like other than Xander, I'm the most close to the flame on the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I have two thoughts. And one is, did they do what I am personally satisfied with as far as like they're okay with me as an individual? No. But did they, in fact, do tangible things and change a lot and make some kind of attempt? And do they continue to make an attempt? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, I agree. And so that's where, like, I don't know. uh, I have never been so angry with a situation before in my life, and I'm really okay with it now. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm taking to heart this cancel topic, And if Mm -hmm. I were to consider myself being in the position of, I've fucked up, I actually want to fix this, is there hope? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Well, we discussed like a politician. Then we
2: discussed like a private person. Now we're talking about a a, a an organization. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not even an individual person. This is like, yeah. What what does it take for a group of people to regain your trust? Because that one for me is a lot slipperier than individual people.
1: Yeah. <laughs> if you're an
2: individual person who was a who like did bad things, and now you individually have you know that's like a, a one-on-one judgment call. But it's kind of like. Like, I have friends within the Disney Corporation. I still do not like (laughs)
1: the
2: Disney Corporation. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, like, within IFC, it's, like, individuals who did there, could they change? Like, my judgment of each person is going to be a lot different than, like, all right, as an organization, same thing. It's, like, what have they done lately? What was this year's policy? What did they change? How have they implemented and enforced whatever changes? Who did they replace? You know, what did they do is much yeah. more important to me than, than the words. I and guess. I looked
3: at all those things when I decided to participate in IFC Online and uh, said okay, yeah, in, in the spirit of that that, you know, you are making that effort and that's what I believe the case so, and I I thought that effort was being put forward no, I don't agree with everything I'm not going to agree with a lot of people who run cons and stuff like that it all depends Kind of what you're saying, Pepper. Like, if someone if someone in staff believes something terrible, like, what are they? How are they doing that to the rest of the organization? Because that can be a thing. Uh, Those who of us who have worked in organizations know that can spread. So, I understand the concern, and it's all about like if someone has a certain belief. And someone calls them out for it on Twitter, you can't hold their organization responsible for that one person's belief. And that's kind of what we were touching on with the ice skater guy.
2: I believe that all of us, though, if there was like if if even a single staff member in, you know, in a high enough position of power, I don't really care if like all the parking attendant once, like, I don't know, <laughs> but if it's like, oh, the vice president or the, the head of whatever department, mm-hmm. I'm sure there is definitely actions you could point to where you're like, look, that is such a bad fuck up if you don't axe them completely. Sorry. And that's going to be entirely different for everyone. That's why it's such a weird thing to talk about. Because uh, we all have our own sensibilities.
1: So
4: basically, as far as influence over hiring and direction, personal views come into place. This mm-hmm. was most represented when uh it was Mozilla putting up Brendan Ike, the dude that basically invented JavaScript, mm-hmm. who basically is a known conservative and donated, I think donated to Prop 8, the anti-queer bill. Oh boy. Yeah. And he was made CEO and they got such heavy blowback, he was unmade as CEO. Mm-hmm. And his technical merits of doing the job, he's great for it. Sure. But the social consequence of, really? The sheer amount of queer people that hold up this industry and you're going to put up a paragon of hate against us?
1: hmm
2: I think that's very much a power relation thing. Because like, would you have felt the same if he was hired on to be a mid-level programmer just kind of working on code in the background?
4: No, I would not have minded. I mean, that's right. what he was doing before it. He didn't have power. He didn't have a level of social currency to enact personal views.
3: Mm. Yeah, when he's taking that money and donating it to causes against the people that work for his company. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
2: That's kind of why I still don't eat it. Like I, not that I think this really does anything, but I still don't eat at Chick-fil-A just because it's like, why the hell would I? Like It's kind of gross. Same. <laughs> there's, there's There's. very. There's, I can get chicken freaking anywhere.
4: Why would I choose the, the, the I don't like gay people place? Well, and then like, all right, let's use Chick-fil-A. What is yeah. What is a scenario you can envision happening that would make you go, uh, chain capitalism aside, go, I'm okay eating here. What would it take? I don't
3: know. Cause like they'll, they'll oh we're privately owned all this stuff and they will try to tell you we are better now even when they're not and that we know that's so I was talking to you they about they got this caught earlier. doing that
2: once already so now my trust is exactly. gone you've already lied about it once so why would I ever believe you ever you're a company this doesn't really affect my life that much middle finger buy Chick fil A yeah <laughs> see you later I mean I will not see you later. <laughs> that's the idea
3: they've just gotten better at hi- the 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 powerful have gotten better at hiding their influence.
2: The counter argument is that every single, like, massive, massive chain like that is doing some, like... Other places in the world are getting wrecked because mm. of their actions. Like McDonald's could not be as cheap as it was if it wasn't exploiting the labor that picks their produce. If they weren't messing around with the people who provide their beef, their beef is like killing the world. Like really, oh, yeah. morally, you shouldn't like, that's where the whole, there is no ethical consumption under capitalism. Yeah. But with the tiny, tiny bit of power I get to buy a $7 chicken sandwich... I'll give it to anyone else. (laughs) I'll go to a a, a poorer quality local place where at least I know the guy running it gets to keep, well, the person making the food has some chance of keeping that money, you hope. But then you can't even know that. You find out that, oh, the private place Grubhub is somehow siphoning off all of their orders even without their consent. And you throw your hands up and go, this world.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, this will Okay.
2: This is uh, so I don't really have a full segment this time, but this very much fits into what we were just talking about. But we're all going to agree on it, and that's why I like it. Good. So, uh, like, uh, it, the the article starts with this past Saturday. I don't know what time it was, but you might have heard about the uh, New York Post. <laughs> they uh, they decided to run this a big a character assassination piece, basically mm-hmm. on on a new a New York City uh, EMT who, you know, we're mid-pandemic. Nobody has any help. Everybody listening to this probably knows how poorly EMTs are paid in the first place. But she made an OnlyFans and started make, making money off of, off of her own body on the internet to supplement the lack of financial support she was getting from her job. I'm going to, like, skim through this a little bit. This is her talking. This is mm-hmm. not from the New York Post article. Uh, New York Post, right? Not New York Times. That'd, that'd be ridiculous. <laughs> the New <laughs> York Times is... Taken on their own hospital workers. Uh, you know, that rag. So this is her words. I think she published this in like The Guardian or something. It was not in the in the post. This past Saturday I was exposed as a sex worker who was also a New York City paramedic. The New York Post published a story shaming me for selling my nude photos online. And made sure to include, this is real fucked, my full name, photos of me, my education, the schools I went to, like that, my height, weight, location, and her past employers. What the fuck? Yeah. They go into detail about the contents of my OnlyFans page, a subscription website, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they go on to quote an anonymous uh, FDNY veteran who said, I think it's Fire Department in New York, right? Other EMTs and paramedics make more money by pulling extra shifts instead of pulling off their clothes. <laughs> Zoom. Wow, got him. Uh, fuck. But <laughs> here's the truth about me. I'm 23 years old from a small town in West Virginia. My mother's family is from northern West Virginia. My father's parents were immigrants from China. I'm the eldest of four children. My family's on... Only- She's so going to the thing, graduated but And it's like, yo... Uh, to uh, the, the article goes on for a while and, you know, read it if you want to hear uh, her account on it. But it pretty much comes down to like, what the fuck? This is the New York Post. I am one rando frontline worker during the worst global pandemic of anyone's lifetime. What the hell are you writing about this for? So, yeah. like, I'm, I'm not going to be surprised by this, but thoughts. What do you think about a newspaper attempting to cancel an EMT for showing a boob? Like, my I
3: mean, only.
4: That's, go ahead, you that's go first targeted target. harassment. Exactly. That is very specifically targeted harassment. And someone should be like many people should be reprimanded severely for this. We should burn down like, the New not,
3: York post. Let's not kid <laughs> yes. ourselves. The reason the New York Post put out this story is they're saying here is an EMT worker doing an OnlyFans. The subtext is this is not okay. We're not we're not dumb.
2: Oh, it's that all of sex work is not okay. It just perpetuates the idea that, like, oh, if you do any kind of sex work, you're just, like, this dirty, horrible, awful person. Well, we know that the New York Post is a
3: conservative, uh, well, a lot of people do, anyway. You can't Uh, be okay
4: with sex work and also be against abortion. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring logic in this, Dragor Jesus Christ <laughs> It's just so
2: strange It's like the people who wrote that article Thought it was like 1921 1835 Bring 35. up the <laughs>
4: scary fucking CISA, CCA Law
3: Oh yeah, If you'd like or, to, yeah, sure
2: It's the continued criminalization
4: of any kind of sex work Yeah, d- summarize it for him, Dragor Uh I am not the most well-read on this right now, but my understanding is anything um, that they is haven't going read to host any kind of potential pornography, which includes drawn and very not real things, mm. uh, and it requires verification of source to a level that, like, for uploading is insane. <laughs> is insane. Uh, it includes... The tech scary parts is it doesn't properly define what pornography is. So what it could apply to is very impossible. broad. And it demands a turnaround time on the matter of like one to two hours.
3: Which you know what this reminds me of, Drager? Insane. Seriously. It reminds me of the, the laws that they try to put in for voting. They try to put in as many, like, you have to do this, this, this. And you have to verify that these are these people. I have to go through all these hoops. I'm like, well, why wouldn't you? It's because you're fucking killing all of that. Like,
2: you know what the the goal like is pretty nakedly obvious that they yeah. just want to remove porn from exactly. the internet. Yes, they just don't want anyone to look at porn because if you look at porn, that means you're a bad person.
3: Right. <laughs> it's like how they say, oh, we just want the legal voters to vote. No, you just want to have less voters that don't agree with you to vote. We're not stupid. You, and you know that low turnout. On
2: low turn you can look at the stats low voter turnout results in more uh, Republican victories so of course Republicans support that policy mm-hmm. if your goal is to remove porn from the world this is the kind of law you would pass you'd pass one that has an insane threshold that no one could meet yeah. so what people will do is just go no porn of any kind and you know what even a little bit of nakedness also counts as porn we aren't even sure so only G-rated Yeah. like remember do you remember when Copa Copa passed on YouTube the thing where it's like oh video made for children and if you even have a single cartoon character in your video, we're gonna automatically flag it as for children, and now you're in trouble for like child pornography or some fucked up shit. So yeah. instead, you get this huge overreaction from YouTube, where they're flagging everything that has a video game character as yeah. Fuzzy four Fox keys. got
3: Fuzzy Fox got uh, fired from Target, so now he has to pay, pay the bills. So he gets a fired for drawing a dick without having a dick drawing license.
2: <laughs> Jesus, they're trying to criminalize not to. Worry. It's also hey Mark's time. They're trying to cr- criminalize. Time. Not working for capital. Like, if you're a sex worker, you're working for you. Like, I'm not going to say... I don't want to go down the whole... If you're a sex worker, it's super empowering. Always. Everyone who is a prostitute is is empowered and has control. They don't. Like, there's so much exploitation there. And the fact that people are basically forced into it because they have no other options is fucked. But... You can't argue that if you're drawing furry porn, you get to keep your means of production and you get to keep the value you create. If yeah. you draw a dick and sell it for 50 bucks, you keep 50 bucks. <laughs> you don't, you're don't. you not working for wages. You're not working for anyone. You're working for you, and that's kind of cool. So, gotta stop that.
3: Pepper, I want you to say, Mark's time from now on. I want Mark's time, be- I'm just,
2: I'm doing it. It
3: should
2: have been with the podcast. It's called Mark's time. And it's like... <laughs>
3: marks pops up with the shades <laughs>
2: hey guess what this is a fucking great uh segue into the segment how do you get on time on that that was great i under time so for sorry we're concerned about time because the last time i went through no, i was I editing you. down two hours of podcast I'm like shit i need to make my life easier quick so uh this is this week's is it socialism but surprise it's actually a game and the game is who said it, Marx or God? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read a quote, and you're going to tell me if it's uh, something that Marx said or something that the Bible says, or more specifically, probably oh, Jesus. Oh, the
3: Bible specifically.
2: <laughs> yeah. Either, right. Well, I was going to say Jesus, but if you go through other places in the Bible, you can <laughs> pick some other ones. God so, is technically right.
3: Jesus. We're all technically God. It's That's out.
2: why I called it, yeah, that's why I called <laughs> it God, because it's the same thing. If, yeah. You know, so uh, I've, I, I will give you fair warning just so you don't think this is unfair and impossible. Like clearly if I put, if like the, like, the kingdom of heaven was part of the line, you would instantly know that it was not Mark saying it. So <laughs> I've tried to, without changing the meaning, I changed a couple words that would give it away immediately. I'll give the full like real quote at the end. So okay. You know, like, I'm, but these are like paraphrased. So here we go. I'll read it. You guys both do an answer and then I will reveal the truth.
3: Go for it. Quote
2: one. Profiteering off the backs of the working class, tax breaks for the rich, both result in poverty. Ooh. Who said that? God or Marx? What's your guess, Dragorn? Marx. <laughs> what about you, Xander?
3: Ah, uh, that sounds Marxy. Here's the full quote.
2: He who oppresses the poor to increase his wealth and he who gives gifts to the oh, rich no. both
4: become to poverty. Proverbs 22, 16. Oh.
1: <laughs> I have
4: only ever been in churches for weddings and funerals. I grew up. Oh, Xander, did you grow up with uh, with the Christianity also?
3: Oh, hell yeah. I went to the W Church, which was uh, First Methodist. So we got the light oh. version. I yeah. was Methodist. Oh, there you that. go. You get it. And, <laughs> Wait, uh, first
2: Methodist or you? Uni- I was United Methodist. I don't know if first, it's different.
3: It's first United Methodist Church with the one with the flame and the cross. Oh, yeah. 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 It only takes a spark. <laughs> to I still get. don't know if I have to... Lo- I don't think, I, 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 don't think <laughs> I have to log in for church because my mom is doing that and she hasn't mentioned it for a while, so I am hopefully don't have to get guilted into that. But.
2: <laughs> nice. We'll All see. right, here's number two. Quote number two. If money is the... Bond binding us to life Connecting us with nature and man Is not money the bond of all bonds Can it not destroy all ties Therefore it is also the greatest separator
3: Oh Marx
2: Marks. What about you the
3: Richard Marx
2: <laughs> I, I barely changed this one I, only, I, did, I changed it from like the universal agent of separation And God does not talk like that That is Marx <laughs>
1: Yeah
2: <laughs> It's like early Marx too Okay number three let the ruling classes tremble at hold up a second, did I mess this up? Oh, I did mess this up, whatever.
1: <laughs> Let the ruling classes
2: tremble at the communistic revolution. The poor have nothing to lose but their slavery and a kingdom to win. Let God. us be united. <laughs> God, communistic
3: revolution. <laughs> <laughs> the kingdom of heaven is no longer a kingdom no hierarchies (laughs) in this kingdom
2: (laughs) that's the kingdom you win is the kingdom of heaven (laughs) you have nothing you have nothing but the kingdom of heaven to win (laughs) oh wait i I fucked that up (laughs) oh no yeah that's like the last line of the communist manifesto where you get uh the proletarians have nothing to lose but their chains they have a world to win working men of all countries unite that is also quoted in ds9 and i fucking love it (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> There's an episode where the bar on the spaceship DS on the uh, not spaceship, what's it called? What's the word? Space station DS9. Uh, the 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 wait staff wants to unionize yeah. and no shitting like not played as a joke the guy leading the guy leading the unionization effort quotes the communist manifesto like a half a dozen times rom. and it is played as super dramatic and i'm like
1: yeah
2: <laughs> oh <laughs> rom did what? wow
1: yeah rom
2: rom is the union organizer in that episode it's amazing
4: that's that's why <laughs> i hate the ds9 ending so much
1: Oh. I'm
4: trying to remember what specifically about Rom oh, the fact that it the grand ends up. Being, Nagus. Uh, oh, does he?
2: I think I blocked that out of my mind. <laughs> because it was bad. Yeah. Well, okay. well hold up a second. The, the way we could spin that is. Well, the way that Trek wants us to spin it is, oh, now the good guy is in charge. Nothing else needs to change. But you hope that, like, Rom and his mom both keep making, continue to make systemic changes and then mm. eventually eliminate the Grand Nagus position. But that isn't in canon. That's just in my dreams. <laughs> Quick question.
3: When you said Marx, what was that last not line about something, something, unite? What was the full line?
2: Oh, uh, working men of all countries unite.
3: So Charlie Chaplin ended his uh, speech of the great dictator was, let us all unite, which it's the way you said that really <laughs> reminded me of it. And it makes me wonder if he was pulling some shit.
2: Oh, damn. Now nah, Mark's worth that shit in the
3: 1800s. No, I'm but, saying like Chaplin was like, kind uh, of like, like. Oh, yeah. That's actually probably more possible. Reflecting because on when, that, kind of. Yeah. Trying when, to try to when, reword.
2: When Chaplin was working, like, being a socialist wasn't seen nearly as the fucking boogeyman as it is now. You could be yeah. in the American Socialist Party, it was a thing. You could also be in the American Fascist po- uh, Party. <laughs> that was just a thing.
3: If people are wondering what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the end of The Great Dictator. I don't know if I've mentioned that, but anyway.
2: I actually really like the fact that in the last, it's almost like, inc- it's, it's intentionally inclusive language and the, the, the newer translations mm-hmm. say that working people of the world unite, because it's specifically, it's like, look, Specifically, this is not a nationalistic thing. This is the entire world has got to get on board with this because it's not just Germans who are oppressed. It is every working person on the entire planet. Yep. And I like that from the very beginning. That's what it's supposed to be about. Okay, so
1: <laughs> want to do the
2: mainstream minute. Well, we're, let's do the mainstream minute here, and then we'll mainstream devolve minute. into just talking about COVID and shit until we're until we're out. <laughs> that's pretty I got a couple. We got a couple quick things I want to do. One of the mainstream... This is old now, but uh, hey, pretty marx pretty collective action-y. So uh, the Baltimore Ravens football team, this is now weeks ago, like a month ago. So uh, the NFL is still running its season as if there is no gigantic pandemic, which I wholly disagree with. There is no... Mm-hmm. Like, football is not so important. that you, you could pay all those dudes their salaries this year, let them sit home Whatever, they can just keep working out at home, keep themselves fresh, come on in, bang Like, that'd be fine. But we cannot risk losing a single advertising dollar for Fox or NBC or whoever the fuck. So... The Ravens, they had COVID everywhere. Like, their team was just fucked. They were on, like, their practice squad, essentially. Like, tons of COVID. This is the same week that the entire Broncos, all four of their quarterbacks, were on the COVID list. So they had to play a game without a quarterback. And they had a wide receiver just handing off the ball the whole game. (laughs) They did not. shit. So the Ravens, as a team, voted to not play the game. They're like, "Look, we can't do it. We should either forfeit or like delay it, cancel it, something." And the yeah. Ravens organization is like, "That's adorable. Get the fuck out there, you bitches, or you are fired." And that's how it works. Even if you are an NFL star athlete, wow, you are still a slave to cat. Like people would think, "Oh, Pepper talks about the bourgeoisie. That must include pro athletes." I'm like, it might include like a LeBron or Tom Brady level, like the quadrillionaires who are going to have their whole lives set, but. Ninety-nine percent of even pro athletes are entirely at the whim of their employer. They do not own the means of production. Yeah, (laughs) they do not. We have players' unions. They're not very good. (laughs) You wish they'd work harder, but and even that was after like we we've almost forgot about the the football strikes in the seventies and eighties.
3: I haven't forgotten about the basketball strikes. Every time I well, I play. I pay attention to basketball. They have the
2: like the NBA has one of the best players' unions of all pro sports. And it's still not great but well,
3: Just because I'm in conservative land I would hear, oh, these rich basketball players yeah. Complaining about not being able to make enough money It's like, dude Look at the average NBA player's uh, career It's like two years and out And they have to fucking yeah. sustain on that forever So it's like, even you're full of shit when you're talk, looking at the Yeah, you look at fucking Michael Jordan You can't look at him and say Yeah, everyone's living off that shit It's not the case It's a fucking lie Yeah
2: which also ties. I mean, it's the same thing as in the WWE. Absolutely, <laughs> P- people think that every wrestler is is a uh, fucking John Cena and makes a trillion, brilliant. Even he doesn't make that much money compared to like the level of fame he has. And That's why they all go to movies. <laughs> they're yeah. all trying to get on movies because they make way more money than actually doing the wrestling. But yeah. It's yeah. It, it it just super sucks that. So if you're having a hard time getting your Wendy's coworker friends to like get behind a collective action, realize even if you are a professional football player, your employer is still going to treat like they will treat you like the cog in the machine that you are, <laughs> and will force you to work or die. Yeah. So let's talk about this. Now we're into what I'm calling free topics. Oh boy. Where. Where do you want to go first? What's been going on with COVID and that relief bill? Who wants to start? We could talk for the rest of our lives about this. Oh boy, we might be getting six hundred dollars if they can get it through. But now, there's well, not. But I still think it's going to pass. But the very valid complaint of, hey, you handed us a fifty nine hundred page document and we're supposed to vote on it within two hours.
4: How? What? Have? How have we as a people not burned it all down at six hundred dollars? Yeah. <laughs> oh boy
2: I, I, It's hard to even like, we have There's gotten, no words
4: what, what, we have, How And I, I guess the way I'm trying to figure out How that
3: isn't the story Right I think the story is that because we're so Used to being fucked over so much And being told that we are Solely responsible for our own destinies it kind of goes back to the whole self-help uh, shit like it's it's a cult yeah seriously
4: if everyone just looked around and went yeah there's way more of us than them
1: hmm.
2: <laughs> if you fundamentally believe that you are born a certain way which people don't consciously they wouldn't if i said this they wouldn't like outwardly agree with me But the the mode is based, we talk about like, oh, yeah, you can be mobile in America. You can be born lower class and end up on top by the end of your life. But if you look at stats, you know that doesn't happen. And when people start complaining about stuff, when you get down to fundamentally what they're complaining about, it's that somebody who was born into a certain station is not staying at that station. Like, no, you don't, quote, deserve X because you were born without legs. So you're just fucked. And that's just where you're supposed to be and be happy about it. Here's an organ. Grind the organ. Maybe if somebody will throw a dollar at you, a crippled fuck. Like, that's how we treat people, and it's ridiculous. If that's how you think, you will see any kind of help from the government as, like, an unfair advantage given to people who should not have an advantage. But the, quote, positive, huge air quotes, positive thing about this is, wow, it sure is getting naked and obvious when even you're like pretty okay, relatively comfortable working class people, people mm-hmm. who are making a little bit of money after this. And they see $600. They, oh, it's hard not to see it as morally fucked. Yeah. You're looking at New Zealand who there was that Twitter that went tweet that went viral. It's like $600. It's a New Zealander. Like what? $600. that Once? That's it. <laughs> I don't even understand. Our government gave us $600 a week and we all sat home for a while and now we're all back out partying. And it's like, yeah, It really is that easy. And New Zealand is also a very capitalist country. It runs under the same neo-lib shit we do. They just cleared the absolute minimum competency threshold, which is get people home, get rid of the disease, get back to making money for Big Daddy Boss. We aren't even allowed to do that. We Mm -hmm. have to make money for Big Daddy Boss and die at the same time.
4: (laughs) Xander... Had me watch Equilibrium recently and just. I did. Wow. I was not prepared for how relevant that was going to be. (laughs) There is no
2: satire anymore. There is no parody. There is no.
3: (laughs) Well, you knew about it was Gun Fu. You didn't know there was a fucking fascism component.
2: (laughs) There is no allegory. That's what I'm looking for. You can't do allegory anymore because everything is. Nothing is as ridiculous as real life.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I kind of put it out there with a tweet of like all the other countries and what they got, and why people stayed home when they were able to pay their bills. How is that crazy? Wow! And it, in a weird round
2: in a roundabout way, if you want to make the personal responsibility argument, yeah. you can make it much better if people actually are given a choice: go to work or be homeless is not really a choice.
3: If and work like, is not a you, choice, but that's a longer conversation.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. But if if you're given the means to stay home, if you know that your landlord cannot kick you out, and at the end of this, they can't just be like, surprise, you owe us $10,000 back rent. If you know you'll be okay, and mm-hmm. you still choose to go out and be around people and make out with whatever that's personal responsibility that's a choice you're making Mm -hmm. if you're a grocery store employee that is not a choice you're going to be working over christmas you're not traveling because you're gonna go see grandma or have fun you're you're, you've got to go go to kroger until whatever in the morning and that's not really a choice or you can quit and if you're that level of employee you know that is not a choice you probably can't even afford your life with a job yeah I don't think either of you disagree with me, but like I want to hear you talk about it.
1: <laughs> I I what
2: do you think?
4: <laughs> uh, you got anything, Dragger? Like how how in the, in the capitalist playbook is little bouts of tactical socialism not part of
3: it? I mean, if you look at New Zealand as part of it, I guess you could talk call that tactical socialism because America is like the home of the capitalism and other Places have baby capitalism, but it functions on super capitalism of the U.S. So (laughs) they're
2: they're a little closer to democratic socialism, like the policies that people like over there. That's what it is. It's
4: it's a democratic. And then you have China, who
3: is the base of the base of the capitalism. (laughs) I mean,
4: they must be so terrified of any concept of any seed of socialism Oh, yeah. If you prove that it's possible to fix things, the next
2: logical thought is, okay, why aren't we fixing things then? And from there, yeah, the cat's kind of out of the bag. That's why mm. we can't ever get health care. That's why the Democrats can never allow universal health care. Once they do, we'll go, okay, Democrats, next step free college. Next step free travel. Next step. What like and they don't want to do any of that shit
3: have you ever heard a conservative talk about like the idea of healthcare as a right being like the most horrifying idea <laughs> it's, it's crazy i've
2: well i've heard ben shapiro be like what are they what are they gonna make my wife give people health care like people just sure. beat our doors down <laughs> for healthcare." and it's like dude xander how many times okay how many times are you like doctor I'm feeling weird today. Stick a camera up my asshole. You have to do it. You must. Socialism dictates it. that you must drop fucking everything. I want my liver out now. Shut up. Do it. Like that's what they think the healthcare system would yeah. be.
3: I guess. Just give me a tune-up.
2: You know, just getting unnecessary healthcare all the time because it's just so fun to be stabbed with needles and prodded and like. It's, yes, yeah, it's everyone a loves fucking... that, right?
3: Yeah, I think it's an <laughs> auto body shop. You think like it's a fucking car that we're getting uh like uh put a fender on my ass or some shit like that no cyberpunk i'm, I'm
2: trying Stick to fix a... <laughs> my body you asshole i'm only here because things hurt when they stop
3: yeah. hurting i'm going home yeah it's not exactly it's not fucking <laughs> cyberpunk
2: we're not just chilling out getting health care for shits people hate going to the doctor <laughs> well they hate paying to have to go to the doctor too even more but well, when no you go to the doctor to you don't know if hospital. you're gonna be
3: covered or not yeah That's what
2: creates it now. And if you're going to seed that our current system just doesn't have enough doctors to cover all the people, I'd be like, well, we talk about job creation. If suddenly every single person living in the United States can afford to go, no, not afford, is permitted, is given the inalienable right to necessary health care, which, duh, suddenly we need a lot more doctors and nurses. Suddenly we have a lot more people working as doctors and nurses suddenly people are going to medical school and then that leads to like well let's lower that threshold for people to get into med school we need some doctors hey cuba we're gonna copy your homework and make it so becoming a doctor is pretty darn accessible (laughs) and now we have doctors everywhere no one's gonna go oh no we have too many competent medical professionals without student debt because we've taken care of that in my magical reality. Yeah, that would. So that argument doesn't make sense from any angle.
3: Well, look at all the. That's jo- what you're saying. The essential jobs. The teacher shortage is, is a thing because it's not worth it to be a fucking teacher these days.
2: <laughs> and getting the. Edu- and it's not worth it because the education is so expensive. Yeah. If you could go be, if you could go become a teacher for relatively cheap, I think and there'd we be need a couple more teachers. teachers. If you have to spend a hundred grand to get a piece of paper that allows you to make 25 grand a year, why? Why would you ever do that? You can go become a a freaking HVAC technician for like (laughs) six grand and make a hundred grand a year if you play your cards right. Plumbers make 60 to 80. Why would you go be a teacher? What are you, a schmuck? If <laughs> You only do it because you love it, and then you're willing to accept less pay, and then, hey, exploitation, just like the every freaking industry that preys on people's passion, just like video game development, just like art, music. People love being teachers, so they'll do it basically at their own detriment because they care so much about the people they're working for, the kids, or they just like their subject. I'm a musician. I like doing choir. I would have I taught choir. Like, well... I won't, because I'm all fucking woke uh-huh. and Marx-y
0: and like, give me the value of my labor. <laughs> it's, funny, it's funny, Pepper,
3: you're accidentally touching into a Tiger King thing, because Ooh. the reason the people were willing to work and and be so exploited and work on those tiger farms,
1: because they like, got okay. to pet the
3: tiger, because they got to feel good about a part of their job. And when you're a teacher, you know you're affecting these kids' lives in the positive, so you're willing to take that hit,
2: <laughs> unless you suck.
3: Well, yeah, <laughs> but I know a lot of people get into teaching because they want that, and they will take mm. that for knowing they made people's lives better.
2: If we go full capitalism, you got to be like, what an idiot! Why would you become a teacher? That does not make you the most possible yep. money. I've heard why that would shit. you do that? And then it's like, what? Do we just stop having teachers? Then that sounds like a great idea.
3: But why that, can't people just the go the on point? Google they want and the learn private it? Private
4: schools. <laughs> Where capitalism yes, has ended exactly. the teachers,
3: where learning is no longer a right,
4: where they can pay you far
2: less because it's unregulated because it's a private school.
3: We should talk well, about less, the idea of rights. That that's really important. to A lot of what we're talking about eventually.
2: Here we go. This is a, this will be a nice one. We'll do our. This is like a loose last minute. I'm not even going to time people, but tell us what you're doing for your holidays. Because personally, I'm going to go uh, to work because I sing at churches for money <laughs> so my christmas eve and christmas will be me waking up relatively early going to a building where i'll be in a mask way off away from anybody singing parts it'll be kind of fun actually because we'll be a choir but we're all like kind of not cubicled off with physical walls but we will all be like way spread out and that'll be kind of neat like i get my own little area sit there but sing some notes every once in a while it'll be cool I am purposefully not going to any social gatherings of any kind. If I didn't have the work, I would be sitting at home doing literally nothing.
1: (laughs)
3: Mm. Uh, How about you? I am, uh, well, I'm not doing any, well, okay, so Alkalize schedules, normal, for those who don't know, that's my partner, and uh, we live together, and he's going to work as usual because the stock market does not observe Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he also works
2: on the. He also works mostly with uh, the Asian market, so Christmas isn't nearly as big of a deal.
3: That is actually yes, that is part of it as well, and so he'll be working at home for at least Christmas Eve. I'm Not sure about actual Christmas. Everything's up in the air as far as that goes. So my parents are coming over for New Year's or for for uh, and we're all staying outside. They're wearing our, their mask. I'm wearing my mask. We're staying the fuck away from each other because thankfully. <laughs> My parents are the conservatives who have self-preservation and listen enough to science, I guess. They're just selfish enough to like listen to the science and just care about themselves. So they're wearing they aren't the willing masks. to fuck
2: around and find out. Yes. <laughs> they
3: so they're wearing their American flag masks. I'm wearing mine. We're gonna exchange gifts by like doing like a <laughs> like a drug drop where like <laughs> you put it across from each other and like what? <laughs> yeah, you put it in the middle. The other person <laughs> takes it. Oh, but we're gonna do that outside and the driveway for um Christmas Eve, and that's pretty much it. I'm there is no other Christmas plans.
2: What about you, Dragor? I don't think yours is gonna be too different from ours.
3: My
4: parents are in my COVID circle, so I'm gonna go over on Christmas Eve. We're going to prepare the twice-baked potatoes. I believe we're splurging and doing takeout from Maggiano's. (laughs) There's a butternut squash dish that I was drooling over. Nice. And then Christmas (sighs) Day, we're going to cook a bunch of stuff, drink and get fucked up, play some Nintendo Switch, exchange a couple of gifts,
1: and then that's it. I think the
4: food is definitely what
2: I'm looking forward to the most. You i actually have, bought myself a ham?
3: Do you guys have any advice for f- people who have family members who are being assholes? Like obviously you can just tell them to go fuck themselves, but anything I'll pass that. Like for not I mean, coming in for Christmas? I,
2: if you're if your family's like trying to pressure you to go, mm-hmm. you just got to be like, ah, I'm sorry." And if if they're like crazy about that, freaking say you, you feel sick. "Ah, sorry, I cough, I got fever, I can't come." Like if it's going to make the argument go away, say that you have COVID symptoms, can't go. Just fucking lie about it. And the next day, be like, oh, no, I cleared up. It was fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you just want to give yourself a less headache. If you really want to get into it, you can be like, look, mom, dad, aunt, uncle, grandma, whatever. Like, I'm kind of doing this for your protection or for my own protection so that I can see you sooner. And you can get all diplomatic about it. I mean, I don't think it's worth yelling at people. It's, it's, it's already your family. And if they don't listen to your opinions on some issues, they're definitely not going to be like, oh, now I, I fully agree with you now that it's COVID
1: because
2: it's fully politicized. It's fully a Republican Democrat thing has nothing to do with healthcare anymore. So yeah, don't, uh, I, I would say definitely do not, uh, bow to it and go over and just be uncomfortable and scared the whole time. Don't go unless they can't, if they can't force you to go, do not go, or like I said, say you have COVID symptoms. <laughs> like yeah.
3: they'll they probably can... be like,
2: "Oh yeah, that's fine." <laughs> Stay home. What would you do?
3: Oh, f- what would I do? Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> Why I? Well, if they have that option, sure, go for the lie. <laughs> but if you don't have that, I mean, and the cat's out of the bag, and you've made your feelings known, and they shut you out, like there's only so much you can do. I know this personally. There's only so much you can do as far as leading a horse to water and telling people how you feel about a thing. At a certain point, they're going to decide how they feel about that, and it's going to hurt. It sucks, especially when it's family. I, I, I know someone going through this right now. I don't know how else to say that, you know?
2: It's not that we're saying give up on your family, but you, at some point, They can point, forgive yeah. you
3: in the future. Just think that, like, if you guys got COVID and someone died, that's not something that can be recovered. Like, forgiveness is a thing yeah. that can be done, and death is not.
4: The attitude very much, I'm fortunate that my parents also are on this side of, if anyone in the extended family disagrees or is frustrated, that's a them problem. Yeah, like it's just absolutely—it's it's already predecided. No mm-hmm. risk will not be incurred. Done. Yeah. it's not—it's not that you and your family members' relationship would be perfect
2: if you just didn't argue with them about COVID. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the same shit in eight nine months when you can actually go see them and scream at each other in person.
4: My parents, yeah. and then you'd be like, "Look, was uh, about when the suggestion was floated? Was no, that's unsafe. We will not go." Good, and that was the end of it. Well, everybody, on that—it's uh, not even a
2: depressing note, guys, <laughs> so, um, just a fact about your feelings. Yeah, note. <laughs> COVID is real. It doesn't matter <laughs> how much you don't want it to be real. Oh. So, like, thanks for hanging out with us on this very cheery holiday episode Woo! of Last Minute Politics.
1: Yay!
2: You will hear from us again. Oh, I got to see what even is happening in two weeks. But please follow us on twitter at last minute poll send us an email we have last minute politics podcast at gmail.com send it that's actually that's like our comment section send us suggestions tell us what you <laughs> want to talk about tell us what you liked we talked about tell us something we promise not to use your name on air and but we could respond to you on air maybe i don't know It's, it's something we could go send us a question I'm Don't send us any porn, or you'll be committing a federal crime. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
3: I've been Pepper. I'm Xander.
4: I've been Dragon. Good night, everybody.
3: See you in 2021.